Hello, I am John. And I am Colin. I'm Paul. This is Hold Up, the show where we talk about movies from long ago, not so long ago, and see if they hold up. Really fast, we talk really fast. Your mind makes it real. Hold up. Cue the theme music. You're going to help us, Mr. Anderson, whether you want to. What is the Matrix? Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. All right, we're talking about the Matrix. There is no spoon. Uh, there is no spoon indeed. The Matrix. Wow. Uh, sci-fi movie. 99 or 2000, Colin? 99. And, oh, it might be 2000. Keep going. Let's say 99. Let's go with the 99. I think it was. Um, this movie came from out of nowhere in my world anyway. And all I heard was people saying, holy shit, go see this movie in the theater. And I did. And it is about a computer programmer. Who, Jesus Christ, nothing is real. You just, you just said it. You just summed it up right there. Yeah. He's, uh, the Wachowski's version of Jesus Christ. Basically. Oh, absolutely. I, was it as much about Jesus Christ in the first one as the Bible story was really he hammered was resurrected, in, the, in the second and I third? I think they did a lot of, I mean, his name is, they called him the one, which is. He comes back to anagram life. Anagram is Neo. Neo was the one. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want to give anything away for anybody, but he comes back to life after he dies. Yeah. Well, yeah. everybody's seen them. That's what I'm Matrix. saying. I was joking. <laughs> but yeah, the people that came to his door said, Neo, you're, you're my personal savior. Jesus Christ, you died for my sins. Maybe he didn't say that exactly, but it was a little heavy handed at times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it kind of hits you in the face. I mean, they do it way worse when they do the Jesus Christ pose in other uh, sequels. Oh, God. And yeah. I don't even want to talk about those. No. Actually, let's go forward pretending that the sequels don't exist. We will never do a hold up episode on the sequels. They're all bad. Thumbs down. Do not hold yeah, up. Yeah. Do not watch and the sequels. The third is worse than the second. Pretend that not the sequels satisfying. don't exist and you will be happy for the it rest of your life. It's such a shame that, that such a, a clever pair of siblings could come up with something so amazing. Sisters. And then to fucking ruin it. Well, sisters. Well, the now. brothers, then the brother and the sister, then the, now the two yeah, sisters. The two sisters. I think the, uh, the thing for me was the Wachowskis were so clever and amazing when they came up with this. And how badly they shit the bed afterwards for the movies. And and the Matrix, the sequels are so bad, they almost overshadow how good the original is. But certainly the Wachowskis had done... Bound. Bound, right. Great movie. One of my yep. favorites, really. It was an independent, cost nothing to make, but still a great story, great writing. And then they come around and they took their love of... Uh, sci-fi and karate and uh, kung fu and they basically planted together in this movie and I know that when they um, when they started pulling actors together many of the actors um, looked at the script and they were just like there's no way I can do this so you can train me you can do whatever but there's no way we can make this look real and what we end up with at the end of the day is some really effective wire work um, just uh, the actors were so dedicated that I don't think there's anything that stands out from a karate or kung fu perspective that really makes me uh, uh, speed bumps me out of the movie. It all is like really, really well done. Uh, they got some great choreography going on, and uh, they created uh, a whole new technology for yeah, this movie was, as yeah, well. Bullet time. So this is the first time you see it, and now bullet time. It's not in movies as much these days, but uh, it went over to the video game world like hotcakes. It kind uh, of became what morphing was. Because morphine, when the first time that everybody blew their load about morphine, and you saw that everywhere. And bullet time was similar; everybody went crazy over it. 
and then you saw it everywhere and then it just kind of disappeared. And I wonder who gets credit for creating bullet time. Was it the brothers? Did they like have that in their script that a crazy camera movement they, that hasn't been corrected or the, was it the cinematographer? The, it's or? interesting that you asked that question because I'm wondering that too because there's other directors who create like steady cameras are things, technology for their movie to be able to shoot it the way they want to, similar to the matrix with bullet time. And it's interesting. Do the people who, who created it get credit or do the Wachowskis have a, a copyright know. on that yeah, technology? I, yeah, because they that happens the all the time. Okay. James and Cameron, the, in, Lucas? The ex, in the exorcist, there was a scene where they're following some people up the stairs to the bedroom and they didn't, the steady cam didn't exist. So they put a guy in a winch and pulled him up the stairs backwards while holding the camera. And the shot is like, really great and it's the first of its kind in that way yeah i um, wonder if the if i actually pro it's probably the guys who create it i don't think i don't think because i know unless George, you're james cameron then you just fucking claim everything is your own George, <laughs> george lucas is a good example of that with with digital editing and stuff like that right? mm, mm. r2d2 editing i think it was called no it's called edit droid yeah and then it became uh it was the sold standard off. it, became it was the, sold off to avid technologies but who but did lucas sell it uh, well, Lucasfilm sold Edit Droid to yeah, Avid, so, and that became the industry so, standard so maybe, for editing software. So maybe it does. It is the creators of the movie that get maybe. credit for it. Because it could be a collaborative thing, and they could be like sitting in a room looking at some uh, some pictures and saying, "How are we going to do this?" And they're like, "What if we tried this or what?" And maybe it's a collective. I don't know. It's amazing though, like that that that's kind of how technology kind of like in every step of filmmaking, it was based on the needs of the guy who was making the movie and then they would create something brand new that would revolutionize the industry. And this is definitely a touch point in that where movies changed after The Matrix and the way we saw them. Let's keep in mind what was also current when The Matrix came out and that was a little tiny movie called The Phantom Menace. Yeah. And what a contrast between those two yeah. films. Really? Yeah, released uh, the same year. Same there were year. lots of Fight people. Club, Fight Club <clears throat> came out the same year too with their their technology. Oh my God. There were lots of people that would tell you, as far as science fiction goes, that the Matrix was a better movie than uh, Star Wars. I will Phantom tell you Menace. that. <laughs> yes. I will as I well. I will absolutely support that. So I really loved the Matrix because once again. Um, I didn't know anything about it and and you know i was watching movie trailers even back then but this one just snuck under the radar it was very smartly rated r um which i think kept a lot of riffraff out um of, <laughs> John, the, the, of the theater John's but, like but the also kids. It, the kids couldn't come it just wasn't it wasn't made for kids <laughs> get off my lawn <laughs> I don't want. I think, I, stop. Be quiet in the movie. I can't hear the Matrix. I'm trying. To, <laughs> I'm trying to think of how many movies these days should be should have gone that extra mile to get the R rating and then end up stepping back and being PG and they lose just. I know. I can't believe I'm in the movie and I see a kid. I see something horrible happen on the screen and I look over and there's a child and their parents laugh and I'm like, what are those kids doing in yeah. here? Yeah. Okay. So um, there's the, also the, revitalized kung fu. Yeah, American kind of kung fu had really kind of brought that back. Um, oh yeah, and like Keanu Reeves. Let's let's not kid ourselves. This have we not this, talked about Keanu? He was. Uh, would did Dracula come out after Matrix or before? Before. Oh, good question. Because that was his role in the in Dracula was laughable. Anytime yeah. he does an accent, he should never do a movie. He should have known that though. It was the same with no, the Devil movie casting. where he does the accent, oh, yeah, the Southern accent. Devil's he, own, not Devil's Own. That's doesn't uh, matter. Anytime uh, he's in an accent movie he should not have been cast like no one ca should cast he's great at what he does paul yes. said this many times about other actors he can do this thing 
And then he thinks he can do other things. And then other people, he convinces them that he can too. And then it's just a catastrophe. The oh, Matrix I wonder, was, I, like, I wonder, is that the case? Or do they like, I think push it's the him into directors. it? Their number one choice for this movie was Will Smith. I know. What think a about, different movie uh, that would have think been. Think about... I know Kung Fu. I make this shit look good. Fuck <laughs> 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 uh, Can you uh, imagine uh, that? That's what he would have been doing. Because yeah, like, no, that was also what he was doing at the time this movie was made. He was like really into that as every character was him being this cocky, this, you know, you mean like him in real life. Yeah, exactly. Arrogant prick. Like him in karaoke, car karaoke. But he was doing that in every movie. And I know had, people make fun of Canoe, including me, but I think there's no better person for that role of Neo than Keanu Reeves. You're like also calling him Canoe. So. Yeah, I mean, like the way he handles all of the action that was required of him in this and the gunplay, like, is all. I mean, it, 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 some of it's in slow motion bullet time or whatever, but like it's, it takes training to handle weapons like that and make it look believable. And um, I mean, that the one, the, the scene in the lobby of the um, the enemy building is still like I would watch that any time you showed it to me. Just how crazy everything is like blown apart and how I, cool it is. That the I, good I think guys win. all three of us like the Matrix, and I think all three of us. I don't want to blow the load early, but I would agree that it holds up. What didn't hold up in this movie? For me, the, the exposition and uh, to me, the more they talked and the more they tried to explain things, the worse the movie got. Overall, I still say it holds up, but it was the, the, the more they talked about the, the actual matrix. matrix, the more I was like, please it's, shut the fuck up. So now here's the fine line that you need to walk is all the stuff inside the matrix is the coolest because everyone's badass and wearing cool clothes and using weapons and slow motion. And then all the stuff in the real world is like everyone's poor and they wearing shabby clothes. In their bodies. Yeah, and and, and they gruel. I want to see more of the Matrix, but is too much of it a bad thing? Yes. Um. Yeah. So they didn't they didn't cross that line in this movie, but what they did in the subsequent movies, I know we said we weren't going to talk about it, but they made it more about the real world than the Matrix, and I think that was ultimately its downfall because I didn't really give mm. a flying. And the more they it. explain the Matrix, though, the ma the more it made you think about what it actually was, and the less it made sense. Yeah, I agree. And like the Matrix, in my opinion, in the first one is like the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park are the shark and Jaws. The less you see of it, the more excited you are when you do get to see it. And so I feel like the balance they struck in the first Matrix was almost perfect because you got just enough that you wanted them to keep going back in there and you got a taste. And they also they also stayed true to the, the world that they created and what you could do inside of it. And so I, I felt like, like Paul said, if they talk about it too much, they did a little bit. It, it's borderline. But the way they explain it to me about it, so basically it's a computer world and it's like, you know, the agents are viruses. And, and But the more they talk about that stuff, the more your brain starts to say, well, shouldn't they act instantaneously then? Like, why is time work in that way? Yeah. It, it, like, the more you think about a computer hacker living inside of a computer world and them not knowing he's a computer, like, it, you just go down a rabbit hole of... of stupid you logic. can't think about it exactly too much and i don't think they crossed that line no. in this that's no. why I said, they do later on I yes said borderline yes. yeah no i agree with you borderline but i think that was if i'm going to complain about something in this movie it was again when they start explaining it too much it's like you're taking me out of it you're ruining it 
And usually world building is the biggest flaw of most filmmakers. And here it's like they almost went too far. And of course they went too far much later. Yeah, they, they need, when they're doing the word world building, the world, the real world is already built. It's the integration of the matrix to the real world that has to make sense. And, you know, some of that, like uh, agents taking over regular people's bodies, like so that guy's husband isn't coming home yeah. anymore or whatever. I, Oh, you know what? It's so funny because I never even thought about that. The people that they take over, are they now dead? Yeah. Because they get... Sh they get shot. Well, they get shot and killed. And yeah, later on, um, actually, uh, in yeah. the scene on the roof where the helicopter pilot gets shot after... Or sorry, the, the agent takes over the helicopter pilot and then fights Neo and, and then uh, Trinity shoots him in the head. When he falls, he morphs back into the original right, pilot. That's right. So yeah, so then that character is dead. So I guess people would be like, my husband just decided right. to go crazy today and then was shot in the head and killed. And then the other <laughs> yeah. ramifications towards that down the Cause road. Because they're doing people with groceries in Chinatown and then they become right. them too. And But to me it was like... Okay, I understand there's rules, and I know they had to put that in place just from a story perspective, but yeah. this is, again, it's a computer program, and it should happen instantaneously. Yeah. The rules shouldn't apply to what's in... For example, do you think the Parker brothers in real life really have to go in a, a square and, and collect $200 every time they pass go? No, they invented the game. Yeah. The, the rules of the game don't apply to them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah, it, it does. does. Yeah, it does. Anyways, I still like it. I, I, the The flaws are not insurmountable. No, and the casting is great. And, and the mm -hmm. way they have the turn in the story where, where Joey Pants, he, he his, betrays. And his yeah. betrayal also makes sense. Uh, I'm 100%. I was going to question it. I'm on. Okay, well, I'll say my piece. Yeah. I'm on board with Joey Pants. And if I could say, hey, I'll be a rock star and, and I won't know anything about this shit, I would have gone for that. I think that's a good deal. Friends, yeah, I uh, got to say, when, when Joey Pants did his little explanation, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense yeah, to me. Yeah, I'm sold. Uh, I'm sold on that. It, it kind of does, but I have this whole thing about amnesia and, and, and erasing memories where, like, if you're making decisions on part two of your life and you're not going to remember part one, you won't remember all your reasoning, you won't remember any of that shit, is that something I'd want to do? That, that freaks me the fuck out that I wouldn't remember anything from before and why I made it. I wouldn't even and would know I, that. Would though. I therefore enjoy whatever future I was set it up? It wouldn't with? bother you because you have no yeah. consciousness of it. So now you're just living. But you're the making good that life. decision beforehand to not remember how wanna, you got there. That's just, weird I, to me. I just want a good steak, John. Yeah, and no, some I, nice wine. Like, yeah, fuck. And and, I and if you were like waking up to the reality, as shitty as it would be, wouldn't you, as a person, rather like know about that reality? And you're gonna want to be inserted back into a simulation. It was like jail, though. They were just yeah, driving around in a fucking junk tin ship in a sewer system. <laughs> yeah, they're like That's the what shitty, it was. The, yeah. they're futuristic Mario Brothers, basically. And where is the sewer system where you can fit a full-size sub in there and have hiding places? <laughs> true. It's like, holy fuck, that's got to be the biggest sewer system ever, ever imagined. That is absolutely true. No, yeah, so I, I'm with Joey. Yeah. If, I, if they offered me that, I'd take it. All right. I'd betray everybody. I'd kill them okay, all, here's baby. A, here's I'd kill a, them all. I'd kill Neo. I'd kill Trinity. Here's a I'd question. I'd kill whatever of, the blonde-haired person's name was. Here's a question of continuity <laughs> is um, pretty much everybody, when they go into the Matrix, has to be put in the chair and then have the thing inserted in the back of their head and a program type to launch. And wear leather. How did Joey Pants get in and out of the Matrix on his own to meet with Agent Smith without anybody else knowing? They're sleeping? 
I don't know. That's a great question. And not even that they didn't get seen. Like John's who so put, the, angry sp- who put the spike in He's the back <laughs> of his head and who hit enter on the That's keyboard right. a great point. and then who brought him back out? Like, John, no, I mean, I, but I feel like this is in uh, retaliation for Joey Pants being a dick. Now you don't want to be. Well, <laughs> no, 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 you're right. You're one hundred percent right. Think about that. Like you're ruining it for me it's now. Not, yeah. Thanks, okay, John. The, the other interesting. How part did he of this set up movie? that appointment even? Yes. To meet with the yes, agent. Exactly. All of that's true. Uh, I can't argue any of that. Yeah. But I still would do what he did if I could. Maybe he. Yeah. He had no aliases on the ship. They, he wanted to kill everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's the other thing is like he was interestingly sociopathic. Um. Like he immediately just kills all his friends, no problem. I guess because he knows he's not going to remember, so he's like, it won't really matter. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember shit. But he like quickly turns on everybody. Um, the other funny character is uh, Tank. Whoever the operator is, is it Tank or no Dozer? I don't know. I think it is Tank, isn't it? Anyway, um, that guy who plays the operator um, is such an interesting and flamboyant character. Um, and then uh, apparently he wanted. I, I, I got to look up if this is true. He wanted shitloads of money for the sequels. And they're like, you can easily be replaced. And he's like, yeah. fuck that. I want money. And they're like, okay. We can just get out. Terrence Howard. Yeah. You died. You died of your injuries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Larry Fishburne got his uh, career resurrected by these movies. That's right. Back when um, we could call him Larry Fishburne. Yeah. What do we and call actually, him now? Lawrence. Oh. And uh, there's a clip, I think, on the internet of some, a reporter calling him Larry. I'm and he sorry. Flipped out. I'm sorry, Larry. Maybe I invented that. <laughs> Um, he but used he, to exist, but his yeah. karate looks very believable. Um, just and to, just to, I can interrupt you for a second and, and remind everybody that Larry Fishburne was Cowboy Curtis on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Wow. Google that shit. That's true. Wow. You can yeah. see that. There's tons of YouTube clips of that, sadly, yeah. for him. Yeah, before he weighed 350 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Did he gain a bunch of weight? Uh, uh, yeah. He's Is a he guy. like the job of the hut? But he was in pretty good shape for the Matrix. Okay. And he was, I don't know, he had to be his, mid, his mid 40s, kung, mid late 40s. He was strong in Matrix. Yeah, they did All a right. good job of shooting him. And Everybody's kung fu. That's the other thing in this movie. The, the still, um, how many 20 years later, the fighting still looks good. The action, all is great. Yep. I love the bullet time. I love the, I love the gunplay. I, I think the helicopter stuff with the minigun, like I get excited about that scene coming up. What's Agent Smith? Uh, Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. Megatron. He's great, great in Red Skull. For a deadpan, never really smiling character like he has in The Matrix, he actually breathes life totally. into that character and is a menacing badass. And his karate and gunplay all is really, really good. One of my favorite scenes is when he explains his philosophy on humanity. Yeah. I Which feel again, like that's solid. It's right? a great, great piece of writing, but doesn't make sense. In what again, way? Well, he's, he's basically what? He's like uh, McAfee antivirus software, right? <laughs> I, I guess. For human Can you imagine beings, McAfee yeah. or whatever explaining how come it, it hates human beings and the smell of them? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I, and where is he going to go if he wipes out humans? Like the, it is a great robots wait, are yeah, completely I dependent. I can't stand being in this world anymore. It's like, but you were your software written for this world. Like, are you going to wind up on a beach somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like yeah, great. staring I, at sunset. He was probably you're right though. He's probably my favorite part of that whole movie is Agent yeah. Smith. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love these actors that can come in and and play in a dozen different movies and have a dozen different looks and a dozen different yeah, accents. You guys are right. And, he, and yeah. he, he's like Vincent D'Onofrio for me. One hundred percent. These are awesome, awesome guys that don't get enough credit. No, and you know what the the thing the true thing is is those those character actors, they uh 
once they do get a role where they become famous, they, they tend they tend to get worse. So yeah, usually he's awesome. He yeah. may, I'm sure he makes a great living at doing great work. And his explanation for Neo about what his colleagues think they should do. That's funny. What me. it was. I don't know what that was. My colleagues think that I should maybe, I, I can't even remember. I don't remember the exact speech, but well, it was he so, thinks that he's wasting his time. Yeah. Yeah. I love the way he says, Mr. Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And then, but within the Matrix, when he's being interrogated, they can like cover his mouth and do things yeah. like that. That's a little inconsistent. I find myself sexually attracted <laughs> to you. I'm going to face fuck you, yeah. Mister. The Anderson. one person that I don't enjoy's performance is the uh, love interest uh, Trinity. I, I find they're, she's they're, similar, yeah. similar to the RoboCop actress to me. Nancy great. Allen. I feel like it was a great role and they gave it to the wrong person. She I, does I great at the action and the karate yeah, part. Yeah, absolutely. It's but the, the love story is is just, for me, unnecessary and forced. And the, the one complaint I will have is when he's... It could be the writing. He's killed and she like, says, I love you and kisses him and then he magically comes back. That, Given what happens in the sequels, which is shit... It does make sense because Neo doesn't just have power in the Matrix. He actually is some kind of a god or Jesus in real life, too. But um, or just just whenever just, she's I doing, don't like it. Yeah. Don't, whenever she's doing that stuff, to me, it seems not genuine. I don't think it's forced. the actress's fault. I don't think it's Carrie Ann Moss's fault. Think I think it's, it's the writing. Well, name really, another yeah. great performance by Carrie Ann Moss. I think it's her. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, Memento. Because there's nothing. none. She was good in Memento. Okay. But once again, I feel like she was the problem. I don't know. I don't. I, that's just me. That's fair. She's I'm my Tom. She's my Tom Cruise, Paul. Because Paul doesn't like Tom Cruise. <laughs> if oh, you guys yeah. don't know this, I don't. If we think we've done one Tom Cruise movie, and it's probably because Paul won't watch them. But <laughs> <laughs> Paul's like, I hate him. I hate yeah, that Scientologist fucking guy. Oh, if there's any Scientologists listening, I'm sorry. No, I never I'm said not. that's Fuck why you. I hated him. No, I know you didn't. One I, of many I, reasons, but that's not the reason. <laughs> no, there's many. Yeah. But but I I agree. Her acting in places can be wooden and yeah, um, she's wooden. That's and a I just good. I don't like that she's a, and Ooh. like Keanu's kind of wooden too. Well, no, that's what I was going like to say. From like an emotional standpoint, that's what I was so maybe say that's is, why they're good for you. That's each what I was going to say is you, she's wooden against Keanu Reeves, so yeah. that's bad acting. That's why it doesn't work. Whoa. You yeah. can't have two wooden people in the same scene. And in, I think it's <laughs> in, it's in the second Matrix, which we keep going back to. They have a, a love scene, and it's fucking awful and horrible. <laughs> it's just bad. And they have the holes. It's not sexy when you have holes in you. No. It's just not, not sexy. Well, not the wrong holes. Yeah, well. Yeah. No, I don't know about that. You need well, a couple. Not a, well, yeah. not like 50 holes. You should watch some Japanese porn. <laughs> no, like 50 holes. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what the porn would be called, 50 Jesus, holes. Jesus, what are we talking about? Yeah, anyway. Um, pull back. But like the way the story is structured, the the stakes are high. Like it's it is a movie about saving humanity, but because they set it up so well, uh, it all makes sense. Like I, again, when I saw this movie for the first time, not knowing anything about it, when they revealed that you're living in a simulation, like that, and somewhere in the back of my head, I had like maybe pondered that, like what if this was all a simulation? And and even with where today is going, it it seems that part of it even more believable why we're in the simulation because you know ai got too smart and now we're batteries for them fine that's a really creepy hor horrific kind of future so i'll i'll go I with like it because it's though. crazy i think probably those to machines could have invented like do those the, the do the machines, sentinels them. need to plug in do usb and recharge like how do the really what are we powering plug for in. them and why can they oh, not man. get above the scorched sky to harness like some solar because power the clouds. And, 
Oh, but they can't get above it. They can fly. They just can't fly that high. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Or they're all going to fly above the You think about it too much. You honestly. don't think about it. You but, think about but it, it too much, you ruin the movie. Just, yeah, so you, it, once you see those fields of people being grown and how they harvest it, if you don't think about why they need the battery, that's a really fucking shitty way to spend your life and then be in this thing. And then watching watching um, uh, Neo kind of come to grips with it, he goes to the Oracle who tells him he's not the one, so that throws the audience for a little flip. Thinking maybe he's not the one, but she's just said that to him. Great to, writing to too. drive him she, like that worked really she's well. She's ruined in the sequels, but absolutely, she, she's great in that movie. Like that's a great scene. It's funny she's baking cookies, like because they talk about her as if she's like the Wizard of Oz, and then you meet her and she's just this weird lady who cooks bakes cookies and stuff. And I, I love that. That's good writing. Yeah, because they that to me that to me that's uh, you could have done you could have ruined that mm -hmm. in doing it in many different ways by. Saying too much she about her and in, making her a program that does X Y Z like they did in the sequels. Yes, well, they no, fucking she, destroyed her character guess, and the actress that played her died. I think. Yep. So they had another. Knowing actress that they in. ruined her character, and then they weirdly explained how she fucking changed her look. It just come on. I'm just saying she could have been in a robe, sitting in a throne, or some stupid shit. For sure. But they made. That's what I mean. They went the. They went All in right. a good yeah. direction with that. Yeah. Some of the biblical references are a bit silly and scattered and make no sense. Unnecessary, maybe. Nebuchadnezzar like, and Trinity. I mean, if it tied into the character, but yeah. just calling her Trinity because it sounds religious. That's her hacker name. Or you hacked the yeah. DNR database or something. The Marine is called Nebuchadnezzar. Why? Yeah. Because it sounds cool. You could yeah. have literally <laughs> taken out all the biblical references and it would have Still made no difference. Would have made no difference. Yeah. Yeah. It would have made none. Yeah. And what and was their homeland? Salem or Jerusalem? No, it's. Uh, um, oh, fuck. Valhalla? No, it's something <laughs> in the Bible. It's something like Jerusalem or. Oh, or, they're the town? Yeah. yeah. The Sanctuary? City, no. The last city on earth. Zion. <laughs> of course. Come which on. is another name for Jerusalem. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. I didn't even make those connections. I'd well, be that's kind the of thing. Upset. Is if just, I live there, I'd be like, really? Like, we're at this place with these machines and we're still believing in God and the Bible and we're going to name our shit after it? Fuck they off. never, they never actually talk about God. Just, just they don't the pray. They, no, but I'm just saying that they're, they're, it, for all of the religion in the movie, the people are religious. They they don't worship anything. They don't pray. They don't talk about God at all. But they all. do dance in part two. Yeah, they, they dance, dance like in a vodka commercial. Orgy. They dance the and then have a huge orgy. It's yeah, like, uh, it's a vodka commercial early 2000s dance. Yeah. All right, are we wrapping this one up? I guess, yeah. Um, wow, we kind of talked a little bit negatively, but you don't. when you're watching this movie, you don't think about that as much. Like really the action... And the high level concept of the story take over and you're like, wow, I could be living in a simulation right now. And that's that's totally believable. And what would I do if I found out that the world was shit and machines had taken it over? We're running it. Um, so I, I like and don't watch the sequels ever because they this movie could run into the same situation as Austin Powers. Um, and it is quite funny to look back uh, at pictures of people from the late 90s, early 2000s who dressed in the long trench coats and glasses. And those Nokia phones that they had that you push the button and the, the speaker piece kind of back. pops down. I want one of those. They're when back. The, after that movie came out and I was like looking at cell phones, I looked at one of those. Those were not cheap. Not cheap at all, which was pretty smart by, by Nokia. They're back though. I think they are. They just came back. back. I don't know why. Are you hold up, Colin? So like for hold me, up. this movie, I don't... 
Yeah, like John's right. We spoke about it very negatively, but I've I've ne- I don't think I've ever watched this movie and 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 didn't say that I enjoyed it and thought it was. We're just trying to be critical because it's Absolutely. interesting to talk about. I feel but like this is a really entertaining movie. The concept is definitely like an idea that someone came up with when they were high in high school. They're like, "What if we don't exist while in a simulation?" <laughs> but they do a great job with that that yeah. idea and they take it to another level and i yeah absolutely holds up to me i think the writing was a the exposition and the world building was a little bit silly but overall i think it holds up for sure i think it's a great movie uh that was ruined by its sequels but yeah other than that i know kung fu if yeah. this if there was no sequels this movie would be considered much higher on on people's lists like that are critical of movies this would be like uh uh, a classic maybe yeah. it, it, it is probably a classic now but. i would hope so like don't let the others tarnish it they just yeah. they went way too far like i love the ending of this movie where he doesn't discover he just starts to discover his full potential that he's the one uh right at the end when he comes back and he blows up the agents and he sees the the matrix in the world and then he makes that phone call at the very end and he's like telling them why he's going to come get them which is a little bit dramatic or whatever and then he flies up towards the screen and it cuts and all you're thinking is, oh my God, he's going to be the hugest badass. And of course, you want to see more. You just your brain just goes don't, that way, and you want to see more, but you, but you don't. You just got to imagine how badass he's going to be and leave it at that. Yeah. Because seeing it just never is going to be as good. John's totally right. Yeah. They they end it perfectly, and and then and then people threw money at them, and then yeah. they were like, of course they took it. Of course they did. Yeah, it's so hard, man. I don't know. But it's I guarantee so they had so much trouble writing those la- those other and two scripts, be- and they were like, no, we just follow the Bible and all. Of it. <laughs> and let's be honest, they didn't do a lot of great stuff after this. If you want to see a good movie by these same guys, oh. go back and watch Bound. Yeah, Bound, but don't watch like Cloud Atlas was a waste. There was some potential Speed Racer. movie Speed Racer. Oh, Jesus don't Christ. they they if I think they would probably have delete that from any server that it's on. They, yeah. Again, again even. though, visual directors directors with a strong sense of what looks good are being asked to write and they're just yeah, not don't. great writers. Don't. Mr. Anderson, I can't help but feel that I want to put my penis in your asshole. I don't know why my colleagues think that you're not worth the effort. Yeah. We're going to end on that note. That was Jack Nicholson. (laughs) All right, folks. Enjoy The Matrix. Watch it again. It's good. Later. You only have so many people that you can do. And the shining. Now you